Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, executive coach and speaker, and I have a passion for helping people make positive, transformational changes to their businesses and themselves and break through roadblocks to live their best lives. Let's get to it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm so glad you're here. We have another great show planned for you today, and I will tell you what we are not talking about. We are not talking about coronavirus. I think, not because I don't think it's really important, but more because I think we can all use a break. What do you think, Benny? I agree, 100%. (laughs) So we are not going to talk about the fact that there is a run on toilet paper and bottled water, and I have no idea why. It should be over by now, though. I mean, everyone cleared out the shelves, and they've restocked since, so... Yes. So anyway, we have such a great show. I'm so excited about it. And one of the reasons I'm so excited about it is that for the next two weeks in a row, I have two women who have been amazing mentors to me and had a huge impact on my career and my life. And they're both so incredible. And so today I get to introduce you to one of them in just a couple minutes. But first, I'm going to just do a short heart-to-heart segment today. Um, and really, it's just to say, you know, we had been talking leading up to today a lot about International Women's Day. And yesterday was finally the day. And so I hope you all did something special over the weekend or last week or yesterday to celebrate the women in your life or at least just take a little time for reflection on some of the women that have had a real impact on you. I know for me, I feel so grateful to have so many women in my life that have shaped me in all different ways. And if you didn't have a chance to slow down and reach out to some of those women and thank them yesterday, just it's never too late. So do it today. Do it every day. And while you're at it, don't forget just to take a moment and appreciate and love yourself. Look how far you've come and get excited about what's to come. And if you feel stuck or you aren't excited, it's probably time to seek out women in your life that can encourage you and propel you forward. You know, last week I spoke with Jory Sager and we spoke about this concept that Jory actually brought up about expanders in your life. And expanders are people who really influence you and sort of open your eyes to new heights and open up new possibilities of yourself and encourage you to transform and really encourage you and champion you. So they just help you grow. So I am really thrilled to introduce you to one of my expanders today, Kelly Hager, founder and CEO of Era Sisters, public speaker and author. And you all have heard me talk so much about Era Sisters and all that it's brought to my life over the last few months. And it all started because Kelly and I connected over social media. So one thing that I've been thinking a lot about is that as much as I have sort of a love-hate with social media, there are completely some real gifts and real relationships that have come out of that for me, which is a whole nother show we can do someday. But today, it is my great honor to welcome Kelly Hager. So welcome, Kelly. Are you there? I am. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to have you on. And before we get started, will you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. I came from a very entrepreneurial family. My parents opened one of the largest bookstores in the country and built it out. It was an independent store. And so I was really around entrepreneurs all my life, which was great, which, of course, led me into my own entrepreneurial journey, which has been amazing. And um, I have a son who um, is now 13, and we live um, pretty much between St. Louis and Los Angeles, which is great. And um, we, we get to spend a lot of time with my family and um, and friends and all of that. And uh, we also, you know, work really hard and have a lot of fun. That's so great. Well, I know I want to just briefly tell the story about how we met. Um, because I think it's one of those divine moments in life where we, I mean, it was so random that we connected. So we, um, so Kelly and I, I had been following Era Sisters on Instagram. And if any of you that have been listening to me for the last year know 
that social media was a brand new thing for me when I started my podcast originally um, and sort of decided that I, I needed to do it. I needed to learn how to do it. I had a lot of anxiety around it. I sort of spent most of my time for a few months being a voyeur and just sort of scrolling and finding people to follow and not knowing what to post. And um, and at the same time, I was growing my podcast and starting to give out the the small imperfect hearts. And one day I saw a post from Era Sisters that said something like, do you have a story to share? Um, and if so, message us. I think that was it. Kelly, you guys post some things like that sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what compelled me. I remember I was waiting for my daughter at an appointment, and I literally was just like, oh, I think I have a story to share. And I messaged you all. I had no idea where the yeah. message was going or what was happening. Um, yeah. And I suddenly, and I messaged, I think, about the hearts, and suddenly someone just completely came back. And so you responded, which shocked me. I was like, oh, I never expected to get a response. And uh, you were like, I want to hear your story. And we talked that day on the phone. um, And I remember feeling instantly connected to you. But tell me what your initial, because I think we felt the same way about the connection. And then our relationship has grown from there. You know, it's so fun because I get to spend my days having unbelievable conversations with so many women that have so much to share. Their journeys of of just absolute, you know, ups and downs, but then the triumph that comes and the inner spirit and the kind of the internal public relations that I think we do sometimes. And it was just one of those days um, that day that happened to be really unique. I'm not usually the first one to respond, but everybody was um, had other things going on that day. So I did. And it was just, you know, it's kind of a little divine intervention, yeah. you know, where you just get to meet somebody that is, um, that's really unique, that is incredibly smart and driven and, you know, really is doing unbelievable things in the community. So I love to do things in the community as well. And I think that we just literally, like, it literally went from there. And then the next thing really was like jumping on the phone a couple of times and realizing how many similarities there are and, you know, where you have so much strength and I'm weak and vice versa. It just was one of those things that kind of, you know, really clicked um, right away, which I love. I love when that happens. It was so, um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. And then all of a sudden we were in L.A. I know. (laughs) Four or five weeks later. I know. I, I don't know. Maybe it was longer than that. And I know. Then, and then you were in St. Louis speaking for us. And I mean, it's just, you know, one of those things that just kind of evolves sometimes with people. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's so fun. And I know for me, um, you know, so I've told the start, the heart story a few times on the show. I've told it over the court, the journey over the, the course of the last year, um, now almost 18 months um, to my listeners. And so everyone knows it. And I think you know, the first time I really shared it outside of my circle was when I shared it with you on the phone. And it was so interesting because that was the thing you were so drawn to that story. And I think up to that point, I didn't really realize um, that the hearts were a, a thing, you know, that that people oh I knew gosh. people loved That's them, the but I had no idea. And so I will never forget after I talked to you for the first time and told you the heart story and you were so touched the next day, you put it out on your social media to your, like, 50,000 yeah. gazillion followers and put the <laughs> hearts up and said, um, go buy hearts. This is amazing. And I remember I was at the dog park with my husband, and I got this little alert. And then I started getting, you know, followers, and then I started getting inquiries about the hearts and orders. And I remember at being at the dog park and looking at my husband and just, like, start. I started crying because I was so overwhelmed that someone that I really didn't even know took such um, an interest and was so touched by the story. And you've been such an incredible champion in all spaces for me, but in that space in particular and the way that you have, I mean, those hearts are all over St. Louis now. Those hearts are all over over New York. I know they're all over the country. (laughs) And a lot of that is you grabbing onto that story and really believing in it and giving me the courage to also believe in it. So 
we we have no idea where it's going to go. I know. So everybody who's listening, Kelly tells me every time we talk, she says, you're going to sell a million hearts. Yes, you're going to sell a million hearts. And I just (laughs) laugh. I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I can't even imagine. But um, I just have that. In 2020. Yeah, in 2020. That is what she's Uh saying. So I hope that's Mm -hmm. true. And um, it's just amazing. And it's so amazing to have. You are truly an expander for me. And one of the things that I cannot wait for everyone to hear about you is that you are such a smart and amazing entrepreneur and businesswoman. And I know you were raised that way. But you have had such an incredible journey that has led you to Eris. And I think that makes what you do so unique. So we're going to take a really fast break. And when we come back, I want you to share your story of resilience and how you got to Eris. Okay? Okay. Okay, Sounds everybody. Great. Looking forward to it. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Imperfection Wins Show on KKNW 1150. This show is sponsored by Urban Restoration, the Eastside's premier builder for remodeling new construction, and so much more. With over 20 years of experience, the team at Urban Restoration has built a foundation of integrity, trust, superior craftsmanship, and personal accountability to clients. Whether you're building a new home, doing a total home remodel, or even a small project, the experienced team at Urban Restoration will walk you through the process and leave you with the results you desire. Client satisfaction and relationships rule at Urban Restoration. If you are located on the Greater East Side and looking for a contractor you can trust, visit the Urban Restoration website at ur-build.com. That's the letter U, the letter R-build.com for contact information and to check out pictures of their amazing craftsmanship. Again, that's the letter U, the letter R-build.com for Urban Restoration. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm here today with Kelly Hager, founder and CEO of Eris Sisters, public speaker and author, and I have to throw in amazing, phenomenal business coach. Okay, Kelly, you have an amazing story that led you to start Eris Sisters, and I think it's such an important part of everything you're doing now, and I think it makes what you offer women so unique. So, if it's okay with you, I would love for you to share your story of resilience and um, tell everybody what happened to you and your life in 2010. Sure. So in 2010, I woke up, um, you know, one day, went into work, you know, did, you know, what I normally do, a good eight to 10 hours. And I came home and ate dinner and started to feel really sick. So by the morning, I went, uh, you know, I woke up my husband and I was like, hey, I'm really sick. There's something wrong. And um, he was like, well, okay. You know, I mean, I hadn't felt great the night before. And he was like, just take some Advil and, you know, see how you are in the morning. By like 5 o'clock in the morning, I was in really bad shape. I was super sick, went to the hospital. You know, a few weeks later, I was in a coma. My organs were shutting down. And they couldn't figure out what was wrong. And, um, you know, it was one of those times where I was totally out of it. So I certainly didn't know what was going on. Did everyone catch that? She was in a coma, like really out of it. Yeah, so for weeks. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I was in and out. Um, And when I woke up, um, I couldn't walk. I couldn't, like, you just, you lose a lot of your muscular, Mm -hmm. you know, sense, so to speak. Um, And so... I was really, um, you know, I was laying, I was laying in bed, like, and I just put my legs over the, um, over the side of the bed, um, with a lot of help and they just, they were just dangling. And Mm -hmm. I thought, oh my God, we're in, you know, deep trouble here. Anyway, um, it took about three years, but I literally got almost all of my functionality back and wrote a book, toured around all over the United States and Australia and um, went out and promoted the book, and that was really fun um, to do that. And, um, you know, when you get out and you start traveling again and you start um, meeting new people and doing all different types of things and having really unique experiences and have that point, those points of reflection, it really um, makes, makes the journey pretty interesting. So I sold my business. Um, at the time, 
you know, our sales were hitting right around $55 million and I knew I could sell it. So I sold my business and I realized that, you know, I was, I had, I had a voice and I had something to share. And I went and, you know, I was doing these speaking engagements. I was speaking in front of 16,000 people. And I said to that audience, which I say to every audience, come to the side of the stage and share your story with me if you're interested. And about 500 people lined up. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I think we're on to something. So um, we reached out to Oprah, got to her chief of staff, who was amazing, and started a relationship there. And that was that was terrific. A few, you know, a year or so later, she came in and spoke to a group of 45 women. And she said to me, um, hey, it's time to start interviewing women. So that's what we did. And that's kind of how everything mm-hmm. kicked off. And we're here today. And mm-hmm. we're not only um, filming amazing women's stories, um, we're also um, working on you know, lots of education for women. So yeah. we've built out this great branding workshop. We have a team development workshop. We have a build your confidence workshop. Um, and then we do all of this individual consulting with women um, to help build their businesses and, um, and share some of the experiences that they've had so we can, um, so we can um, really make a difference you know, in, in the world. I love it. And you know I love it. But I have so many questions right now. <laughs> okay. And I know you, right? But I know, and I actually um, had the privilege of reading your book. So for everyone, anyone who's interested, um, look up the book Building a Dream Team by Kelly Hager. It really is um, a fantastic read. It's not a not a heavy read. It's very impactful. Um, but Kelly, so First of all, if we go back, can we just go back to your experience sure. in 2010? Because that is, um, you know, in all the time, in all the interaction you and I have had, you, I, I know, like I knew that this, you had gone through this, um, but you really, it's really pretty amazing. And I wonder if you stop to, to reflect, I mean, the fact that you were in a coma, the fact that you over three years, I'm assuming had to go through really intensive therapy to sort of get all yeah. of your faculties back. You got it. And before that point, when you say you sold your business, will you just tell everyone what that business was? Because it's, I know you were incredibly successful in something that really has nothing to do with what you're doing now. Oh, yeah. So we built a real estate team and it took about 10 years, but I bought into a, Keller, a couple of Keller Williams franchises, um, and then I also built my own real estate team. And, um, you know, it was great to be able to build a business and impact families kind of one-on-one. Um, we built a team of about 40 people, and um, we all worked our tails off. So it was, just, it was a really um, it was a great business, and... I just, when I came out of the coma, I wanted to do life differently. Mm. And, you know, you, when you stop drooling all over yourself and tinkling all over yourself because you've had catheters in and Mm -hmm. feeding tubes in and all of that kind of stuff, when all of that stops and you can really get back to it, um, it's, uh, it's an experience. Mm -hmm. And so you, you really want to live a very, or I really wanted to live a much more fulfilled life instead of just a workaholic life. Mm-hmm. Um, the first day out of the intensive care unit, my husband left us. And so um, one of the things that was really tough during that time was, you know, when you don't, it takes a long time for everything to kind of click back in, um, right. like years. So like my son, who was three at the time, um, I couldn't walk up steps. So he had to sleep on the floor in my room. We had a story and a half um, home. And so he slept on a mattress on the floor in my room for literally over two years because I couldn't mm. walk up and down steps. So there were definitely, like, I know that's such a small sacrifice, but it, there were things that really changed um, during that time. But, um, you know, finding, finding happiness and peace and um, really what life's about was, um, 
was was really happening during that time. Hmm. I can't imagine. Um, I, I can't imagine being alone during that time. And I know you you're very very close to your family, so I'm sure they were there to support yeah. you. But sure. caring for a three year old, which is not an easy task, even with all of your um, all of your faculties. So I yep. can't imagine the strength that it took to make a you know recover in the way that you have. Because if I didn't know this story and I had just met you as Kelly Hager business coach um, at era sisters I would never have guessed that you went through this and I would never have guessed that you went through it 10 years ago so it's pretty phenomenal and I know it's one of the things about you that really struck me right away because I think what you're doing and your entry into starting era sisters is so authentic. It's like you went through this like really horrible, um, hard life experience in so many ways, right? Because you almost died, it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You didn't know what your future was going to hold physically. You sold your business that you had built um, and you lost your marriage through that. You bet. And it was, it right, was I mean, certainly uh, tricky. Yeah. 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 And then you rose and decided that you were going to step into your sort of heart's call with Eris. And I think yeah. that is, it really is such an impactful story. I really, I hope that people go and read the book because I think you, um, you are very humble in the way that you tell it. But I really think it is so incredible. You know, I just think that we can all get through almost anything, you know, and mm-hmm. building a very action-oriented community that surrounds women. And I think that everybody that comes to our events and all of that stuff, just really smart, authentic people that have a really no agenda when they get there at all, um, except to build a little bit more confidence, build a little bit um, more in their business, depending on, you know, which which side of life that they're on at the moment. And um, that community, though, really supports each other and really um, opportunity to, um, to build out um, great trajectories with each other, for mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's what I love the most about our community is how much people are doing for each other. And mm-hmm. that's really cool to see. I love that. And so during your recovery, what mm-hmm. was it that you, I mean, when did you start thinking about, I want more or I want to make a life? I mean, because you were, I mean, really, I said before, you know, you were in a business that has nothing to do with what you're doing now. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's not entirely true because you had already built a business around serving other people. What When I think mm-hmm. of real estate, I mean, that is essentially what you're doing. Um, and it's all about relationships, which those two components are very present, I think, in the work that you're doing now. So um, have you always been a relationship person? Yeah, you know, I I love to be in people's lives when they have to make tough decisions. Mm-hmm. And so tough decisions um, might be you know, growing a business. Tough decisions might be getting divorced and having to sell a house. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be um, great decisions of, hey, the business is moving in the right direction, but we want to see it grow at a faster clip. Or, I mean, there's so many great decisions that we get to be a part of and we get to um, help support. So really, um, it just, just makes me really happy, to mm-hmm. be honest, to, mm-hmm. to get to be one small part of um of people's lives and so i love i love that and i love when people are part of my life you know it's just yeah i really enjoy that do you did you hit a certain point in your recovery where you knew you wanted to do something more purposeful or was it something that happened gradually okay it just happened gradually you know just like we've talked about business and stuff you know, like sometimes it just falls into place when it's supposed to fall into place. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my um, one of my partner my partner from my twenties kind of came back in my forties, and so we got to travel. We got to do different things that 
um, I might not necessarily do with any of my other peeps. Mm-hmm. And so I think by having that um, exposure to healing and exposure to seeing the world in a different light mm-hmm. um, really helped launch um, what we're doing today yeah. and how we're doing it. And, you know, it's just really important to be kind as well and be a really good listener. I think that, you know, so many of us are always looking to fill the gaps um, when it's quiet Mm -hmm. or, you know, just be busy or things of that nature. But if you just settle back a little bit and listen and really try to be kind, you know, I mean, look, I I learn about compassion every day from you and your messaging. And I love it because it just. We need, we need a lot more kindness in this crazy world at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And I think one of the things that is interesting to me, and this is the first time, um, just so everyone knows, that you and I have really spoke. I mean, we've spent a lot of time, I think, in building a relationship together. You bet. Some of that in person, a lot of it over the phone. Um, but I think as I, this is the first time that we're talking in depth about your story. So much of your yeah, energy, because, right? Because so much of your energy and what you give um, really is about the other person. So you've helped me so much just continue to pro- propel forward. Um, and I think, you know, we've learned so much from each other. But this is the first time. And as I'm listening to you talk, I think there are there's another theme so you know the being in relationship with people and serving other people are two things that um sound like they've been themes through your life and the other thing about this particular journey that you're on now um is the healing component and i think it's interesting that you went through this massive healing that was not a fast process um and now i know and we're going to talk about this after our next break but I know as I'm watching you and I'm meeting so many of the women that you have connected with, and I'm just meeting a fraction of them, there is also a component in, of healing in many of those women. And for some of them, you bet. it's healing from some really, um, really tragic situations and setbacks. And for others, um, maybe even someone like me, there's not that story of tragedy but the healing, I think, for me has come into just um, releasing a lot and mm-hmm. being willing to be myself and take some risks and not be so afraid, afraid of failure, afraid of success and all of those things. Um, and that has been, you know, my own definition of healing. But I do, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, yeah, there, that's another theme. Like you went through this amazing healing and now you are out there helping all of these women heal through a lot of different, um, a lot of different ways. I love it. it. It's one of, you know, it's it's just the experiences that I think that we can offer others. And you know, my survival. I had people that were survival guides for me, and yeah. I feel like if we can help people navigate and be the vehicle for people to change their trajectory a little bit, I'm in. Like yeah. I, I want to do it. It's like that you heard the intro where I talked about expanders. Yeah. I mean, I think that's such a cool, it's such a cool way to think about it, the people in your life that are expanders. And I can you say, bet. like, you have been such a huge expander. And many women from Eris um, and outside of Eris, but many women specifically from Eris have been expanders for me in a very short amount of time. Cool. That's awesome. And vice versa, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, vice versa. We yeah. are, and I actually want, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to dig into Eris specifically, what it means, why you started it, what it's all about, and then how women can get involved. All right? Okay. Okay, everybody, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to dig in with Kelly a little bit more. You're listening to the Imperfection Wins Show on KKNW 1150. Hey everyone, it's me, Sam. I'm so excited to announce my speaking focus for 2020. After stepping back and really thinking about what all of my work is leading me towards, I've realized that there is an overarching theme of compassion. 
This year, I'll be speaking to corporations, schools, churches, women's groups, and more on the subject of compassionate leadership. The world needs compassion now more than ever, and it's time we slow down and start valuing relationships and people over economics and business and in life. If you or your organization are looking for some inspiration and are ready to hit the refresh button on your leadership legacy, improve your business and your life, contact me at samwelling.com to explore working together and how taking intentional action in small ways can lead to big changes for businesses and most importantly for people. Don't forget that samwelling.com. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm here today with Kelly Hager, founder and CEO of Eris Sisters, public speaker and author. Okay, Kelly, so before we ended the last segment, we had started talking kind of leading up to Eris. And I really want to just have you share, um, for starters, why you started Eris. Sure. So, you know, when you go through an experience um, of near death and you're looking for fulfillment um, and you realize in your own business that you currently have, you're not finding that anymore, you know, you really have to think, dig, dig deep down and figure out what you're looking for and how you want to make an impact in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's just what kind of happened. So I started, you know, going out and speaking and running around the world, and that was really, really fun. And then, you know, there's a reality to, okay, well, we've got we've to make an impact um, in the U.S., so stay put for a second. And Eris was really derived from the experiences that I had and wanting to really make a difference in other women's lives. And it, you know, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of searching, a lot of um, meetings to sort out exactly what I wanted to do and where I could make impact in the world. Mm. I knew I didn't want to do anything in politics because it's way too mean. And <laughs> that's not really my, my speed. And I just, so doing this through film and doing this through consulting is really what, um, what we started to do. And so um, when Libby, Oprah's chief of staff, came in town, she was like, you need some more clarity around this. And we really put a mission statement together, and it ended up being Eris Creates Opportunities for Women through film, consulting, and community. And it just, that evolved into a lot of consulting, a lot of um, filming women's stories, and hearing stories that were unbelievably um, tragic to unbelievably successful. And it was just, that's really kind of, what Eris means and kind of how we got started, how it kicked off. And will you tell everyone what the word Eris means and, and why you chose that? Sure. Eris means tapestry in French. And there was a lot of people using tapestry in the U.S. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I really like that word. And maybe we can, you know, we can use a different language. And that's kind of how Eris came to be. And I love that because... Um, it really is when you start to be involved in the organization, one of the things that has really struck me is the diversity among the women. So every mm-hmm. event that I've been to with Eris, um, there is definitely that overwhelming sense of community. You are bonded um, right away. Women supporting women. Never in my life have I had an experience where I've been in a room of, you know, 40, 50 plus women who are all there with and, and so diverse, all different backgrounds, all different life mm-hmm. experiences, um, you know, in everyone is just encouraging everyone, each other, lifting each other up, being a sounding board. And the businesses are so diverse. You bet. I mean, I think about the one that I was just at in St. Louis and you had realtors there. You had people like me there that are just, you know, growing a brand, um, you know, doing the hearts and, and the podcast. We had, I was sitting next to a woman who owns like an upscale pet salon. You had a woman who owns the, uh, you know, the number one luxury resale organization nationally. There, I mean, the businesses were so diverse. And, and they're um, really fun. 
really fun. And yeah. Yeah. The majority of women in there, their businesses and their brands, they're very serious. They're working extremely hard. And it's just, it's to have, and I think the room in St. Louis, um, out of all the women that were there, had 784 years of experience. Mm -hmm. And then we did a small, a little bit more of a boutique event in Los Angeles, and there was 561 years of experience there. Those were just kind of the last two that come to mind. But as we think about what we have to offer, and we are a very collaborative community, a very action-oriented community, mm-hmm. that being able to rely on that many years of experience, that's something that I think is really cool to find out Um you know, how many years of experience people have and then combining all of that together um, to really become a leadership pack. Yeah. And I think some of the things that make that experience really unique, well, there, there's so many things, but, um, you know, for example, you know, both times, both experiences I've had with Eris at, at the branding workshops when you have gone around and asked women, like, share a little bit about yourself and, and how many years have you been working? And each time, at least one or more women will say something like, oh, I have, you know, 10 years of experience doing what I'm doing now. But before that, I was a stay-at-home mom. And I don't, that probably doesn't count. And then what I love is that the entire room is like, it counts. Oh, you know? yes, it does. It's like yes. this yes, resounding, it like, it really matters. Like, that is work. You learn from that. You have so much to bring to the table. And it's because of all of your experiences, not just mm-hmm. this little pocket of experience that you have decided you is valuable. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah I, and if you, go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, if you think about that, I mean, if you think about the experiences that women have, I mean, there, for many women, I mean, like probably three-fourths of women that have children between, you know, the ages of 35 or 25 and 35, that's a real um, decider in their careers in mm-hmm. many cases and what they're going to do and how they feel about career versus home. And, you know, so we try to really encompass, to your point, you know, every bit of our experience. And, and being a stay-at-home mom um, is... Um, more work than I could ever do. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is a lot of work. And I think, um, you know, the other thing that I think is really neat is that it's, I think a lot of women, especially when you're starting out as an entrepreneur, um, it is hard to invest in yourself. I think it's yeah. difficult for women to invest in themselves anyways. I just think that that is, it's becoming more of the norm, but it really hasn't been the norm. You know, we invest in our kids, we invest in all these people around us. It's more difficult for us to invest in ourselves. And I, um, I think what's really cool, and I want to ask you next about some of the transformations you've seen, because what I see even on the day of the heiress branding workshops that I've attended, when you see women who at the beginning of the day are a little bit unsure about being there or wondering if they belong there. And maybe it's because they don't already have this amazingly successful business. Or maybe it's because they're new in the, um, the, you know, the field that they're trying to break into. Or they're just starting really small and they, they don't really, um, they haven't really discovered the value in their business yet. And so they, they start out the day being sort of quiet and Um, maybe questioning whether or not they belong there, whether or not they should be spending the money to be there. And one of the coolest things, I think, is watching them progress through the day. And that at the end of the day, these women, you know, and you see it after the event because we're all still emailing. You do such a great job of keeping us all connected. And you see, you can feel through the emails the women who are like, you know, like we had one woman, um, who was a nutritionist and really just a little bit unsure, right? About like, does she invest in branding and where does she go? And she's fairly new on social media and all of this. And then now on the emails she's sending to the group, she is like, I just hosted a workshop and it went amazing. And she's like, you know, she's like seeing the value. And it's the coolest thing. You bet. You know, this happens in, Every course that we teach, whether it is speaker immersion and seeing 
women get on a stage for the very first time and putting together their speaker reel. And several hours later, they've nailed it and they feel good. And the confidence that comes from building out is so remarkable. Um, or whether you're in a room and in the beginning of the day, it's a little quiet. And by the end of the room, you can't even get anybody out the door because everybody's trying to connect with each other. Yeah. You know, which that's really, really rewarding for mm-hmm. me to see how if you are with the right group of women that really is not just in it for themselves, that is really out there trying to help others and really want to find fulfillment that group of women is who we really attract. Mm -hmm. And so like people don't want to leave each other at the end of the day, which I love. Yeah. It's so like they they um, really don't. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's just, it's been a really um, remarkable experience over the last several years. And, you know, it's just, there's, I have gotten to meet so many of the coolest people Mm -hmm. who are just, doing amazing things in their communities and you know and people that are on the beginning of the journey people that are kind of in the middle and people who are kind of you know a little bit more mature we'll call them and um and they're looking to just find fulfillment in their last Mm -hmm. you know 20 20 plus years Mm -hmm. so it's it's just been a remarkable group of people that just keeps getting bigger and better and it's fun it's so fun. I love it so much. And, you know, my my heart sales have, like, yeah. tripled since I've been involved Good. in Paris. It's so, Yay. it's so, I mean, it's the best thing ever. It's so fun. Um, so awesome. I so I would love to know, you know, we've kind of gone from you were at the height of your real estate career to now you are, you know, you've built Eris. It's in, um, you're offering some amazing things to women. So where you are right now, what would you say you have learned about yourself through this? Yeah, I think what you learn about yourself is that, you know, you think sometimes that you have challenges and then you meet a bunch of other people that have other challenges and you think, oh, wow, like that's, that's really interesting. And it just gives you a point of um, really a gratefulness that just kind of, you just, you live life a little bit more, uh, just like life goes a little bit more, uh, life's a little smoother, I guess, yeah. you know, when you're incredibly grateful. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know that word gets used a lot and maybe overused, but it's really um, this point of, I feel so, it's so rewarding and you just find yourself in a little bit in everybody else. Mm. And I think that that's been the greatest bit of learning that I've received so far. So extremely grateful and being able to kind of see that no matter how big the room is, no matter who's in the room, everybody lacks confidence and in some area or aspect of their life. And, Finding out that really no matter who you are, whether you are a vice president or a CEO um, or anybody else, everybody lacks that confidence. Mm-hmm. And how do we how do we really help solve that problem? Mm-hmm. Because it's a problem. It's a problem. And, um, yeah, it's a big problem. So how do, how can we be one little mustard seed in that to um, to really help women um, find that within themselves? Mm-hmm. I think it's so neat what you just said about you find little bits of yourself in everyone else, because Mm -hmm. one of the things that has been really clear to me, um, you know, I mentioned earlier just the diversity in every way in the rooms that I've been in with Eris. And what's amazing to me is that you have women that are so different and yet we have so much in common. And I think it's just that reminder when you're talking about how we need more compassion and we need more kindness in this world. It's one of those moments where you realize, like, yes, we are all different and we are all the same, you know, and we all need that kindness and compassion. We all need that confidence. We all need people to champion us and lift us up. And so I um, 
I love Eris so much, as you already know. And I really, so um, I really want to talk about how people can get involved with Eris and some of the different things that Eris offers. So we are going to take a really short break. And when we come back, that's what we're going to talk about. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sam Willing on the Imperfection Wins Show, KKNW 1150. This show is sponsored by Urban Restoration, the Eastside's premier builder for remodeling, new construction, and so much more. With over 20 years of experience, the team at Urban Restoration has built a foundation of integrity, trust, superior craftsmanship, and personal accountability to clients. Whether you're building a new home, doing a total home remodel, or even a small project, the experienced team at Urban Restoration will walk you through the process and leave you with the results you desire. Client satisfaction and relationships rule at Urban Restoration. If you are located on the Greater East Side and looking for a contractor you can trust, visit the Urban Restoration website at ur-build.com. That's the letter U, the letter R-build.com for contact information and to check out pictures of their amazing craftsmanship. Again, that's the letter U, the letter R-build.com for Urban Restoration. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to the Imperfection Wins Show. I'm your host, Sam Willing, and I'm here today with Kelly Hager, founder and CEO of Eris Sisters, public speaker and author. Okay, Kelly, we ended the last segment talking about Eris, and I really, I talk so much about it on the show, and now you and I have talked so much about it, so I really want people to know um, how they can get involved in ARIS, what are some of the courses that ARIS offers, how they can connect with you, and then maybe just a glimpse into what you see for ARIS in the future. You bet. You know, I think where, where people find the most success with ARIS is sharing their story. So, you know, everybody has a story. And so it's, you know, finding the confidence to share that. And from there, you know, some people want to become profitable public speakers. Some people want to become coaches. Some people want to do something. They're sick of corporate America, and they're ready to go out and build their own business or just do something a little bit smaller. You know, Eris is a great community to get involved with because not only do we have um, great courses that people can take, whether it's building a brand or building a business or strategic planning or um, confidence uh, or self-doubt to confidence, there's all these amazing different courses, um, but they can really get involved with the community. So if anybody wants to, you know, reach out, we're on Instagram, Eris underscore sisters, um, website, erissisters.com. But definitely, like, come get involved with us, especially if you're looking to find that piece that's missing. Um, Eris Academy will be launched this year as well, which we will have um, a whole online segment of courses that we are doing, you know, in the general public, but then we're also um, building out on the web. So we're incredibly grateful and incredibly excited about what 2020 has to offer. That's so exciting. And so... And um, who gets involved. Yeah. And so I'll just tell listeners, too, if you are interested in hearing more Um, or getting involved but not sure it's the right fit for you, you also should feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to share my own experience with Eris um, a little more deeply than I have on the air. It is, I will say, um, if you are someone that is in an executive position, if you already have your own business and are an entrepreneur, if you are thinking about being an entrepreneur, um, this is a great fit for you. And as I mentioned before, I think sometimes as women, we can underestimate the need to invest in ourselves. So um, I have one of my biggest takeaways from the whole the last 18 months is just um, if you think branding is not important, it is. And there is not a business that is too small to invest in that. And I really have found for me the biggest takeaway besides the amazing community of Eris. But my own confidence, you know, I always say to Kelly, I mean, I I will get my investment back in, from Eris. I actually already have because the heart sales have tripled. And so that has gone on to really be amazing in Gary's life and in my life. Um, 
but the confidence that I feel in what I'm doing and having a network of women to reach out to when I feel a little off kilter, when I'm on my heels a bit because I'm out of my comfort zone, that you can't put a price tag on. And I just am so, so grateful, Kelly, for your friendship and your leadership and your guidance. Um, And I want all women to experience what it feels like, you know, to have a network around you because being an entrepreneur can be really lonely. It can be, can't it? Yeah. Well, and if you make, you know, and everybody makes mistakes. So you make mistakes. Sometimes you're like, oh, crap, now what do I do? You know, and um, yeah, but it's, look, it's such a rewarding, it's so rewarding to connect with other people that root you on, you know, and that, yeah, it's terrific. Yeah, I agree. And I, um, I'm really excited that you are out that you're telling the story on your show today because as I mentioned at the beginning most of the time when you are when I'm with you you are giving energy to people um so you are you know such a great listener and you're giving advice and direction on growing a business or making decisions and so I think you um probably make light over a lot of the life experiences that you have had that have led you to this point. But I think it's so, it makes what Eris does so unique because there's so much heart behind it. And I see that in everything you do. And I see that in the diverse women that you attract um, and the way that you are able to build relationships and be available to women on a personal level. And these are women, like, again, they are not all... high-powered executives and leaders. They are entrepreneurs. They are women who are just dipping their toe in the water of, is it okay for me to invest in myself? And I sort of have this idea that I think might be really good. And you're right there with them, giving the same amount of attention and care. And um, I just think what you're doing is amazing. And I can't wait to continue to work with you all. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds. So, Kelly, one more time before we're off the air, will you once again just tell people how they can connect with Eris? You bet. You know, come visit us on Instagram. It's Eris underscore sisters. We respond to DMs within the hour. Um, you can certainly go to our website and, you know, sign up to get the ebook. Um, you can reach out to um, Sam directly. You know, however, however you would like to connect with us, we would love to hear your story and see if there's any way that, um, you know, we can help you or you wanted to be a part of a community that is really um, successful and very action-oriented. That might be another way to connect with us. Wonderful. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. I have loved it, and I'm sure I'll talk to you later this week because we stay in pretty pretty close court touch. Um, So thanks again for being here today. And listeners, that is a wrap. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you are interested in getting more familiar with me, my mission, and my content, you can find my first season of Imperfection Wins on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts or on my website, samwilling.com. Follow me on Instagram at imperfection.wins. And join me next week when we'll talk with another one of my mentors that I have waited a whole year to interview, Dr. Laura Hamill. I can't wait for the conversation. And until then, be kind, have courage, and give yourself and others grace. Have a great Monday.